my gosh. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. My God. You know, my husband made a comment about our music selection. It's so it's, bad. It's called Celebrate. Uh, yeah. And he says it sounds like a corporate training video. Yeah. And I was like, that is so true, right? Yes. It sounds very corporate-y. Yeah. Yeah. I'll like, wear, hey, I'll everyone. next time. I know. Oh. Oh, my gosh, Karen. Super car, cheesy. Car pulling up right here. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Listen, we're in an awkward position this week. We are. We have... Um, we have to pause it. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Okay. okay. We're back. All right. We're back. I'm sorry. Um, We just had a, a car pull up right next to us with kids who made comments yeah. about... Nicole's hair, which is, by the way, streaked beautifully with blonde highlights. And this girl said that, oh, you guys are wearing the same glasses. And your my little uh, fuzzy ball is the same color as your hair, which was gray. Grayish not, purple, yeah. Yeah, not true. Anyway, not true. we anyway. are broadcasting live from <laughs> the local health club parking lot right on the san francisco bay so we're gonna have hella wind birds i have a mask on because my husband has covid i do not but he does so we're just being extra careful extra careful because karen wants to go on her trip i want to go on my trip we've all got shit going on and no one wants to fucking get covid no and spring break is next week come on people yeah come on um yeah this is the scene of the original podcast. 22 This is where the dream started. 22 episodes ago, Nicole. I know. We just This is where we would always sit and wait for traffic to die down. Yes. After we dropped off our little people. Yes. And we just shoot the shit. And, and then Karen was like, "We need to podcast this." <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? A thousand downloads later. Here we are. Here we are. We got a badge from Podbean this week, celebrating our 1,000 podcasts. That's hilarious. Uh, We are, I mean, a mom podcast uh, and pop culture podcast. We we started this back in October, I want to say, right? Was it September, October? October. I don't know. You are the captain of the ship, Karen. I I am just a steward. Well, you can follow us on Instagram at I Mean Mom Podcast because right. God knows we need more followers. Yeah, but that's we- it's still so it's weird. It's so to weird me. that we don't have followers, but yet people listen but to us. This is assuming that you know everyone on the planet is on Instagram. That's true. Also, I think Instagram wants you to boost your followers through financial means. So they say, "Oh, pay this amount, and we'll boost your followers." So I just feel weird doing that. Yeah, we don't need to do that. Yeah. This is just for fun anyway. No kidding. Well, we got some things to talk about, but first we want to kind of, I know it's a somber thing. Was it last week? It was. I feel like the day that we recorded our pod, the last time we recorded our podcast was the day of the shootings in Tennessee. Yes. The Nashville, was in Nashville at a Christian school. Private school private yeah. school and it's just as moms it's your worst fe- as parents as caregivers as you know it's just your worst as fear as humans humans it's your worst fear these and these little children i mean it's just awful the it's most vulnerable awful. yeah going inside churches going inside schools where people are vulnerable where people are trying to do something good 
I just don't. Just living their life, living not even their... doing something good. They're just going to school. It's not. I. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. I it's, our country is the worst when it comes to this, and it's it's clear. Data shows it's the absolute worst when it yeah. comes to gun violence and yeah. mass shootings. It just doesn't make any sense to me, and it's scary. Yeah. I. I mean, so much to say, and I. I don't want to make this political, but. Because we're a mom podcast, I felt that we, you know, we needed to take a moment and just recognize how fucking horrible it is. And those poor babies and those poor families. I mean, talk about these kids and these families are traumatized for life. For life. The teachers, the staff members, for life. This is a life-changing... And and lives were taken. Yeah. little little nine-year-olds speaking of i know daycare coming in hot (laughs) (laughs) tk right Uh, yeah probably tk yeah 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 all right so i'm just we need to acknowledge it yeah absolutely yes our heartfelt condolences go out to everyone and anyone affected by that kind of senseless horrible tragedy Get your shit together, United States of America. Get your shit yeah. together. I think when we look at the data, other countries, when that something like that happens, they put, they, they come together. They re, they in a positive way. Yeah, they come together, make important decisions based on the good of the whole. Yeah. All right. All right. We got love drama this week okay we have kendall and bad bunny who went on a horseback ride he did go on a horseback ride how fucking awkward too because he was sitting behind her right. just looking like a dupe <laughs> this dupe. Whole it's d o o b it's a word that my son and i made up oh okay long ago just yeah kind of like a whack stupid crazy this, dumb this yeah. combination is quite the fuddling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I just don't see. I didn't see it. But those girls, I've never understood their relationship choices. I want her back with Harry for good. Right. But I bet her family's too much for him. He was probably like, mm, no. Yeah. Because all the other ones are gross. They just make the worst choices. Yeah. For the amount of like money that they have and amount of clout. Yeah. that they have they just I think Chris Rock said it he's like after well Chris Rock in his uh, latest uh, Netflix stand-up special he said something to the fact that those girls you know it's payback because their father represented OJ oh and he says oh oh, oh yeah you he, now he's not guilty but guess what your child is gonna date every oh my loser gosh. you know and it's like they think that it's God's retribution, basically. That the no, kids, I they... think they're just stupid. Oh, of course they're stupid. <laughs> he's, yeah. yeah. He's a comedian and he's right. saying something. Right. But it was like, ugh. I still don't understand the lips. It looks so bad. You mean Kylie's lips? Yeah, yeah, and the others do it too. I just, I just don't understand it. I don't but, get it either. Yeah. The whole look, though, it looks so... It just takes so much work to put their face together. 
they have so much makeup. It's yeah. so caked on. Yeah. So unnatural. For being so young. And for being so naturally pretty. I mean, right. I think that if you strip it all down, they're, it's, you know, it's a good-looking family. Totally. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Well, you know, last week we reported on the Reese Witherspoon, Jim Toth yes. divorce. But more stuff has come out about it that, you know, he was going through a midlife crisis. He left his big agency, CAA, but it turns out he left it for Quibi. And um, I don't know if you knew about Quibi. I remember hearing something about it. It was a huge failure. And apparently, like, it lost billions. What was it? It was some kind of, I don't know. I should have done my research on Quibi, but I had heard about it, and it was just a, a... I think it was a channel, perhaps. Um, huge failure of oh. billions of dollars. So here she has Hello Sunshine. She has all these, you know, Draper James, all these businesses that are doing fantastic. And here he has this change of trajectory, and he put his heart into something, and it just failed. And he lost a lot. Lost a lot. Uh, and do, I, do you think that's where the, the change came for him? I don't know whether like it was a financial disaster for this this couple that that and your ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably got. Listen, Please. agency. They all, they all do. They all do. Right. Agency definitely have yeah. to have it. So who knows? That's what caused maybe some of his lifestyle choices that yeah. she was not happy with. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Do you have any Sam and Brittany news? No. Mm. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Um, I don't. I have an update on our last week. <clears throat> we talked about Jonathan Majors. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. how he was arrested for assault with um, a, a woman, I guess, he's been dating. Right. And more information has come into... Um, come into light about this whole situation because it was... One of these things you're like, oh my God, that's horrible. You know, what, you know, what happened? And, you know, then you have a lot of people f- falsifying their assault claims, mm-hmm. you know, just to get a pay, pay out and stuff. And you just don't know. Um, or just total batshit crazy making shit up. Just right. Well, his re- lawyers released the text messages between the accuser and majors. And this is what the accuser said. They assured me you wouldn't, you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as a protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. The test, the text message reads, "I'm so angry they did, and I'm sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this." I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I'd only just got out of the hospital. Then the texter adds in a separate message, "I love you." Three and a half hours later, the text writer again giving an update on the situation. I reiterated how this was not an attack and they do not have my blessing on any charges being placed. I read the paper. I read the paper they gave me about strangulation and I said point blank this did not occur and this should be removed immediately. The judge is definitely going to be told this. The message continues. I also said to tell the judge to know that he that the origin of the call was to do was to do with me collapsing and passing out and your worry as my partner due to our communication prior out of care. Blah, 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 blah. So it sounds like there was an altercation between the two. She grabbed his phone. 
something transpired after the phone grab. She ended up collapsing and passing out, got it getting injured, and then it doesn't really no, <laughs> wrap it all up like she hoped. No. It just adds more And it questions. doesn't really help his case because no. it sounds like he she grabbed his phone. And he still reacted some way to that. Right? So, yeah. so people are saying, you know what? How much do his lawyers hate him for putting these text messages out? Yeah. You know, this doesn't exactly give him clearance. Yeah. Uh, I know. Uh, it's sticky. Yeah. It's sticky. And stupid. Yeah, we'll see what transpires because of this. We want to wrap up the Gwyneth stuff, right? That's right. We do. So, not guilty. That's right. <laughs> What do we think? We think that that's the way that it was going to go. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty obvious, right? I, I think, think so. I think it was obvious. I think, um, I think, you know, it's my, my take on it is that he did fall. He did get injured, but he probably did that crashing into her. Right. Right. And whether he found out it was Gwyneth Paltrow and then he saw dollar signs or and he had repercussions maybe he did yeah. have medical yeah. repercussions maybe 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 he was I don't know he seemed pretty batshit crazy um at one point in the trial he part of his reasoning for taking her to court is that celebrities need to be held accountable for their actions and then he used Jeffrey Epstein and how he would molest children as an example. Oh. And I bet at that point it was like, this is done. This is over. What this a is horrible, lost. horrible <laughs> You've example. lost and no one was listening after that. Yeah. No. no. His lawyers were terrible. Yeah. His lawyers were really terrible. Yeah. Starstruck. Because that's clumsy. all he could afford. Because he wasn't, he wasn't serious about any of it. Right. Her yeah. lawyer is getting a lot of press for being cute, I guess. Oh, I don't know. I didn't yeah, see that. I don't really, I didn't see it, how cute he was. But, but yeah, I, I thought at the end that what's going to be really bad is that, yeah, she filed for $1 plus lawyer's fees, but those lawyer's fees are going to be like a million dollars. He's fucked. Yeah. 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 But at the end, what did she say? She leaned over and um, in his ear said, I wish you well. Which, wow. so classy. Yeah. Like the best classiest way to get that last word in, that last jab. Right. I wish you well. I wish you well. I never wished you any harm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I didn't do this. Yeah. And yeah. just make peace with it I don't know of many celebrities that would do that do you know what I mean like I look at some celebrities who are in court you know and they just don't have that show gene. up yeah yeah she released a statement let's see if I saved it because I usually do a lot of times oh, yes. it's a cash grab yeah I felt that acquisitioning acquisition oh. Ac acquiescing Ac Thank you. Yeah. You know what? 
a little side story on the word acquiesce. <laughs> acquiesce. Um, it is a 10th grade honors English vocab word. Okay. And I had no idea. I have never heard of that word until I started never teaching. I never heard it until I read her thing. I didn't know what, in 26, you know what it meant. In 2006, I started teaching this class. And we used to read the word, and then the girls would repeat it after me, right? And I pronounced it wrong. I said, aquis. <laughs> and I had one girl raise her hand, raise her hand and go, um, Miss Vigna, <laughs> it's aquiesce. And I was like, I was mortified. And let me tell you, I never forgot that word. Okay. I'm going to mess it up again. Here's her quote. I felt that aquiescing. Acquiescing. Acquiescing to a false claim compromised my integrity. I am pleased with the outcome and I appreciate all of the hard work of Judge Holmberg and the jury and thank them for their thoughtfulness in handling this case. Perfect. Yeah. That's how it's done, people. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 Take notes. Gosh. Take notes. Nobody's like this anymore. No. No. Mm -hmm. I love how she entered the courtroom with a bottle of mineral water. Did you see that? I didn't. But of course she did. I know. It was like a glass bottle. And I wanted to go, what brand is this? Of course I think of these things. Well, of course. I mean, she probably wouldn't touch the stuff they gave with a 10-foot pole. (laughs) You know, her body is a shrine. Mm Mm-hmm. She treats it as such. She sure does. If I had that Turkish bath that she has under her house. Oh, my God. Gorge. uh, Gorge. I know. She's just. Doesn't she have like a red light room? And not, she does. And not like a weird a, red light. A dry light. Like sauna? A, I know she has that. Like the infrared? Probably. Yeah, she does. Some people just get the mask. She's got a whole freaking room. So she's, she can just do her whole body. I mean, the whole un, the whole basement of her home is this Turkish bath. And I, I say, please go on Architectural AD dot com and go on the tour with her because she tours her house on architecturaldigest.com or their youtube channel and um it looks like something out of a really luxurious hotel yeah and why not with that kind of money yeah do it right do it of course um i really want to try one of those red light face masks you do (laughs) yes i do Mm. girl i am looking to reverse the clock <laughs> wait i never even heard of it really oh yeah do you have to go somewhere no you can buy one. Oh, but you know there's varying degrees of effectiveness mm. obviously the upwards of five six seven eight hundred dollar ones are the ones that work best oh god you know such is life i don't know i'm into my set of fill and sunscreen <laughs> you know yeah Staying out of the sun, even though right now oh, I'm in the I sun. Can't. Even though I'm in the sun right now, I love it. I just I can't love, stay out. I, I can't. love. I have to sit in the shade when I'm at the pool because Mm-mm. I just. I just I, sorry. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. I just started wearing sunscreen on my face. Oh really? As a fifty, uh, I was probably forty-nine. Oh. Just started. Yeah. And I don't like it, but I mm. knew it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to do I have lots of moles and stuff. So I gotta do I. I gotta be careful. Yeah, I have a history of 
skin cancer. My mom's constantly getting stuff burned off. My sister got something big burnt. I mean, I know. Yeah. I have a scar here from my melanoma. Yeah. You know, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Gorge. But yeah, you know, you just, it's all the sun you get before you're 18, though. And when we were young, I mean, let's just face it. I had burns. I didn't. I put on tanning oil. Oh, I put yeah. on baby oh, oil. Oh, yes. I lived at the beach. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you grew up down there, of yes. course. Yeah. But right now, we haven't had sun or nice weather in so long that I am enjoying this beautiful day. Yes. I went to the nursery this morning. I got some plants. I think you'd be very proud of me. Oh, good. I'm ready to... I'm ready to get my spring garden on. Yeah, well, I do need to go with you to that one you're telling me about because my mom's place needs some more plants. Okay. You know where they have some good plants? Hmm. Costco. Oh, I've gotten some beautiful plants. They're lavender. Okay. How's the quality? Hey, they've lasted. Okay. My apricot tree, $11 Costco. It's been... No. Yes. My dad planted it at $11 Costco. Those were some good apricots the one year they produced. Right. Bijou still asks about them. They'll be hopefully here by Father's Day. That's when they usually come. Okay. Which I think is very coincidental. Yes. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk about parenting for a little bit. Okay. Do you have any more? Wait, you have some celeb stuff. So let's talk about that first. Um, Okay. So just to touch base, Emily and Harry in Mm. Tokyo, she did have her son with her. Because oh. the next day they went to some museum and she was photographed with her kid. So she must have had like a sitter or something. And she probably I travels with a nanny, maybe I would imagine. a nanny or maybe her mom. I don't know. Is that too old school? Take your mom for your nanny? I don't know. Sheena Shea does it. Okay. And she's on Vanderpump Rules. Okay. <laughs> she's no Emily Ratta. They call her Rat. Emrata? That's what Emrata. they call Emrata. Yeah. Ouch. Oh. Um... And apparently they've been dating for about two months. Okay. But she was, while she was dating, this is the crazy thing to me. While she was dating Harry Styles, she was dating Eric Andre. So, there, so they, she was doing like old school, like going on dates with people. Okay. Not she committed. wasn't committed. She okay. wasn't committed to anyone. And she has, you know, a pool to choose from, obviously. Um but girl, let me tell you, if I went on a date with Harry Styles, I would cease all other communication with any everyone else and put all my divine attention into that. <laughs> I, I was going to say man, but I feel like I need to say boy. Yeah. I just, Why would you even consider Eric Andre over know. Harry Styles? I don't know. I don't know. It makes no sense to me. But then again, on the other hand, brava. For just yeah. still getting out there and doing your thing. Right. So, I don't know. I have mixed feelings. I mean, I, yeah. I hear you. I have you. mixed feelings. I like that she was dating, like, old school style. Mm-hmm. Not committed. So, why? Trying to see, yep. explore yep. her options, right? Yep. But then, I don't know, when one of those options is Harry Styles. I mean, he's so on a different level than Eric Andre in many ways. But who knows? He, Eric Andre must be really funny. Really funny. Okay. That's all I can think. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. One more celebrity thing. Black China. Mm. AKA, she looks different. Well, she go, she's going now by her real name, which is Angela White. 
Great. Not, not kidding. Okay. She, Angela White yes. versus Black China. I know. Fascinating. Okay. She was baptized on her birthday. Okay. She's gotten rid of her fillers. She's gotten rid of some tats. She got her boobs taken out. Good. She turned off or canceled. I don't know how it works. Her very, very prolific OnlyFans account. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she's changing it all around. She says she's sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. Well, I think one of the breasts was leaking, right? You can get real sick off of a leaked silicone implant. Yes. Really but sick. I, I think she... I, she turned a... a she kind I of think turned. she realized that you have an opportunity because you're so close to these Kardashians, even though they don't like her. At all. No. But you have a real opportunity to make some fucking good money making smart decisions and, you know, straightening up your act. And you don't want to be hustling forever. And um, she has two kids, right? She does. She has one with Tyga. Tyga. Mm-hmm. Change it at least for those. Her mother seems like a hot mess. Oh my Her gosh. name's Tony Tokyo or... <laughs> Yeah. Tokyo some, Tony. Something. Something like that. I don't and know. And God, just watching her interviews are just like, oh. Yeah. So, and then her little baby dream, right. six years old with Rob Kardashian, that's her. Right. Yeah. That's her tie into all the, the good that can come her way. I just. sounds horrible, but I know that's how they think. Right. And by they, I mean people that go after potential partners based on nothing more than what they can get out of the situation sure right sure she never i don't think she ever loved him no i don't either she just saw it as an opportunity what's he up to other than raising dream i don't know i don't know he had a sock company for a while right um i don't know he's really out of the limelight now he is he is. That's all right. Yeah. Much respect. Yes. Even though he's, he kind of took that um, gangsta turn, but yes. like just in speech and looks close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When he first started, he was going to like UCLA or USC. I forgot. He was in college when he first started on the show. He's just like like this preppy college boy. Yeah. You know, I remember he was dating someone from the talk. Oh, yeah. she. But she was in the Cheetahs. Yes. The Adrian yeah. Ballon. Adrian Ballon. Yeah. And then he cheated on her, apparently. Okay. And he tried to get her back. And then she ended up with someone else. Mm-hmm. But he still has his name, her name tattooed on his torso. I know. The I feel whole like thing, too. He hung out with Lamar Odom so much, you know, during his downfall. <laughs> They were hanging out, playing video games, just doing nothing over in, um, oh, great, <laughs> um, over in, uh, at Chloe's house. Oh. And Chloe was oh, trying yeah. to be That's less right. they domestic. Were tight. They were yeah, like They were brothers. really tight. Yeah. Not a good influence, no. clearly. No. Did you hear Lamar's opening a bunch of rehab centers? Yes. He says he found his purpose. Great. Okay. The article was funny, though, because the three that he purchased or he's he's in on are in like the San Diego area 
And then um, at the end of the article, they said, now he wants to open another one in this area and one in Calabasas. I'm like, boy. Oh. No. Stay out of Calabasas. Stay out of Calabasas. That's Kardashian country. Yeah. And no. You have no business no. being there. You keep, no. No. They've done, no. you've done enough. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Tristan. Ugh. Oh She's just the God. worst taste. The worst taste. I mean. <laughs> That's an I mean. That is. I, ever I feel bad for her. She's, I think she's pretty great. Mm-hmm. She seems the most with it. Yeah. Sort of. I don't know. She but started doing all the fillers and stuff. Oh. That someone that said, her. do you miss your old face? And she said no. She's got real skinny, though. Yeah. Well, it's. I don't think it looks bad. She's working no. out. She is. It's good. It five in the good. morning. Yeah. Every time I think I'm going to work out at five in the morning, I just go back to sleep. Yeah, I just roll right over. Yeah. 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 Well, I want to talk a little about motherhood, because okay. we always talk about pop culture, but mom, motherhood is like... I don't know. I was. We were talking about situations that we know of and situations with ourselves about our children getting feedback, and whether it's you know positive or negative feedback. And I'm just curious. I've been thinking about this for a long time, actually, because I. It was in you know my credential program and through my graduate studies, we talk about this a lot. Like, growing up, teachers really didn't give a bunch of praise. You really had to earn it. Right. And now it's like we're praising mediocrity and even just any any sort of like accomplishment. Right. And it's like, I'm so proud of you. This is so great. And you know, the kid does a little points their toe and we're like, oh my god, you know, we kinda of, oh <laughs> Pardon. <laughs> but I don't know if it's a change of par- parenting culture. A change of culture, but whenever our kid gets a negative feedback, or you know, I'm, or any kind of feedback, it's like taken with such harsh. Oh, now you know you're body shaming. Now you're, you're well, shaming them. Too sensitive. Yeah, and it's like and then the kid never grows up with any resiliency right. to feedback. And they think everything they do is like, this the most amazing thing. Now, do I think you should berate and criticize your kid all the time? Hell no. I think that's not a healthy way to parent. Right. But I think there's a balance of like, hey, I'm really proud of you. Or, or you, you, you say, you are, you know, you should be proud of yourself. That's, that's great. Yeah. But not everything they do is going to be flip-flapping amazing. And then they're going to go out into the world and think that they draw a straight line. And they're the next Picasso, right? Well, this is the, um, this is the everybody gets a trophy syndrome. Right. Right? The participation trophy. Yeah. Yeah. When that's not the way the world works. Right. I was reading that many kids have trouble hearing feedback because they don't experience it often enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't hear it enough yeah. that... Like when I think about all the, especially at the time at this, the elementary school that our children are at, were at, you know, um, they didn't get a lot of work back that had right. feedback. Right. Like you spelled that wrong. Or, you just don't have time to do that anymore. Right. I don't know what transpired, but, you know, we used to write a paragraph in class and then the teacher would read the paragraphs within a couple days 
circle misspelled words, ask them to rewrite the sentences or whatever, or fix the grammar. And then you would learn how to edit your work and know that you got the answer wrong on the math test. You got a six out of 10, you know, like I didn't, I think my son got like two pieces of work back in his four years. And I was like, this isn't good because he's not going to think everything he does is just good enough or fine or whatever and he needs to know how to the difference between their t-h-e-r-e and t-h-e-r well and he needs to all the kids not he but just since we're talking about that there needs to be some fire there needs to be accountability you know they're learning how to self-regulate self-discipline self-control self manage not just doing the work but how did you do on the work the effort you put into things yeah yeah this is another thing it's natural to want to protect children from pain which is true we want to protect them we don't want them to see their feelings hurt but when we protect our kids from criticism or focus excessively on praise we push them towards a fixed mindset yeah i see that i see that and they're just going to grow up thinking, well, how come I'm not the CEO of this company? Right. <laughs> you know, I had one person who wanted, like, she, it was her first year. She had no credential. Just, you know, her bachelor's. And she's like, I need to be on the administration. Um, you, you're a coach, you know. It's just fine, but you have to work towards that first then you your classroom teacher then you you know you got to work your way into that right with the proper you know training and but like immediately well i'm i'm part of this i should be on the administration yeah isn't that the whole millennial isn't that there i guess i mean i get so confused with all the different classifications now right but gen z millennial yeah it says also back off on constant praise A well-publicized study from earlier this year reported that effusive praise may encourage a fixed mindset and consequently discourage children from taking on new challenges. Worse, it can deflate rather than shore up self-esteem in some kids. Children can get used to hearing constructive feedback, but it's our job to teach them how. So when they hear something that they're not really... You know, it's like when Ralphie got the C-plus on on his (laughs) essay that he... On the, you know the BB gun yeah he was like what you know you'll shoot your eye out he was devastated yeah but it was a pretty crappy essay yeah (laughs) you know what I always think about when we have conversations like this our parents were not having these conversations with other parents not at all because my parents kept it hella real with me I don't know my parents told me what was up they're yeah. like, oh, good. They didn't even know what my work was. They didn't right. know what my no. homework was. Uh-huh. I managed it on my own. They couldn't help me. Yeah. Yeah, same. And, or not couldn't help me, but I just, I don't recall. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure my mom did help if I needed it with like homework or whatnot. But I don't recall a huge parental presence in my education. And even, even not in my education, but you know, kids, I, I don't know. I just, whenever I do something stupid with my kids or say something, 
or don't take them somewhere or even if I do take them somewhere in the back of my head I always think are they even gonna fucking remember this because I don't so much of my childhood I just don't remember you know right so I you know I always wonder like what are they gonna remember what's a takeaway yeah 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 Yeah. I don't know I don't know. I, I know we didn't... I, I just feel like there's a different way of parenting where we really try to shield them from any kind of... It's that snowplow parenting or whatever mm-hmm. they call it. It's not just helicopter. It's like snowplow. But then what kind of kid are you raising? Yeah. And then their ability to accept adversity, be resilient. It's almost like the snowplow parent has come in and now we are trying to take it back to, we're trying to find the mix between that and before right because we can't we cannot show them we cannot teach them and show them everything no you know they need to learn things on their own you know they need to have their own aha moments right I feel like a lot of things we learned as kids they were the majority of them were aha moments that's so true. That's what I was talking to my ta- my, uh, my husband about my, about what we were discussing this morning. And he was saying until the child internalizes the feedback and that's when they'll change it. Them- right. They have to be self-driven and change it themselves because right. you can you can't control every situation they're going to be in where the vice is in front of them right. or whatever it's going to always there always be temptations out there of whatever it might be but right. at the same time it has to be really until you kind of self motivate um and self and realize in yourself it has needs to be something intrinsic in you to to want the change you have right. to want it yeah in any kind of addictive behavior, right? Of, oh. I don't want to do this anymore, right? I don't want to do, I don't want to, I, I feel gross Did when I eat Did we switch over to addiction? No, well, no, just when you oh. eat or when you drink some things or when, you, when you're not eating the right things. Like, I know when my son is starting to eat better, he said, I see that I'm thinking better is what he told me. Mm. I'm eating better and I realize I'm feeling better. I'm pooping every night wow. is what he says. Wow. You know? I don't, my, my son, which is the same age as yours, is not that deep. He says, I feel better. I feel like I'm starting my day better. I can think better is what he told me. Okay. And because I'm, I'm ingesting good stuff. Okay. You know? And Mine he, just says, I don't know. My, I don't know. Yeah. Well, my, I struggle, my son struggles with impulse control, right? And he's just... He's, he's hilarious, but he also has is reactionary, and he's impulsive, you know. And so he's, he's noticing that when he eats better, he can, he's more focused in class. When Because he's, he's hungry, and he's eating all the wrong things. If he's mm-hmm. eating junk, if he's mm-hmm. having snacks that are gross or, you know. That's another thing. If we're comparing as it was to how it is, access to all the crap. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't have any kind of snacks at school I remember I used to have little baggies and then my parents yeah like maybe some chips but not like this level of prepackaged individual snacks I never had that
I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of interesting just to be able to hear feedback from whether it's your teacher, parent, medical professional, anyone to say, what's going on? How you doing? I'm noticing this. What are you seeing? You know, my friend, her, um, a counselor did it all the wrong way and, you know, um, approached her daughter about, about how she looks and, and it was not done well. The, I mean, when you have a, an, if you're concerned about a student who might be going through something, I had a student that wasn't showering, you know, for a while and I brought it up with a counselor and I was like, I think something's going on. I think they're feeling depressed because their hair seems very greasy and like there's thing and mm-hmm. not showering. Mm-hmm. They're not taking care of themselves. It turns out counselor, you know, had a private meeting with the student. Right. Talk with the student. The student did come out and say, yeah, I'm going through some things. The parent got looped in. She started showering again. She started feeling a little better because someone noticed. Someone said something, mm-hmm. but did it in a very, but when counselors don't approach students in the right way or don't make it a public thing or shame them, or it, then it becomes a, you know, a kind of a dicey situation. They're supposed to be trained on how to, approach students when they are there are concerns but you know or even just if you've chosen to work with kids right you should know how to interact with them right and do observations without you know mm-hmm. our counselors you should like walk the lunchroom see what they're you know are they eating are they you know if there was a concern about a particular student mm-hmm. they would kind of do observations first then pull them aside private conversation you doing all right anything you want to share you know making sure that they're they're doing okay right and some students are more open to share things than others um they're more of an open book like my son <laughs> who'll be like right. i'm yeah blah 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 you know he's just and other kids are gonna be like it's fine it's fine everything's fine you know they don't want to yeah share but how to how to pull they there's like they have the training on how to pull that out of them and observe and um and it takes building those relationships too. Yeah. But I think building a relationship with your child is so important when they're able to to hear and say, I'm disappointed. You know, it's okay to say, hey, I'm disappointed in that choice that you made. And not right. feel like, you know, that you're shaming them. It's saying, hey, that's what you Life did. Life is full of right. bad choices and disappointments and... It's our job as parents to, you know, not rub their face in it, but just make them aware. Yeah. Unless it was really fucking stupid. And then there's going to be a little rubbing, right? Because, listen, I mean. You know what I've had to deal with. (laughs) There's some, I'm like, you did what? With the what? Yeah. I mean, the notes I have gotten should be a coffee table book. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) But at the same time, you know, there's, then again, I think, well, there's, you know, they're kids. Yeah. And, you You know. have to know when to drop the hammer. You have to know when to be compassionate. You have to know when to say nothing at all. Right. And let them. And not over lecture. Yeah. 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 Mine kind of just like, he has to experience it. You can tell him till you're blue in the face, but until he experiences it, then he'll change. Yeah, because then he knows for sure. Right. 
and it and doesn't it's sting, frustrating. It, it doesn't sting as hard until you touch the bee yourself, and then you know. Ow. Good metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah, I'm just concerned for our generation of kids that just when they hear constructive feedback, and even if it's destructive feedback. How are they going to have, do they have the coping skills because they've never, they've been told they're just so fucking amazing all the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. I worry about that. Yeah, I worry about a lot. I know. There was just, I just noticed a change in the culture as I taught more and more over my 16 years. It was like my first students, I could be real. I was like, sit down. You know, now it was like, I'm going to have to ask you. Yeah. It's like, the cha- I'm going to have to ask you, how dare you? You know, did you yeah. yell? Of course I yelled. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, you know, it was, it was a change of like uh, parental involvement. But I don't know. If they, with teenagers, kind of people back off more in high school than they do in elementary school too as parents. Yeah. They're kind of like over it. I feel like we were forced to drop off. Mm-hmm. Um, once, once my kid went to middle school, it was like, uh, okay, bye. Have a great day. <laughs> I don't know anything. And if, I always would say, if I could just get on campus and get eyes on that kid or mm. that kid or that kid. Do some observations. Or, yeah, yeah. Then I would have a better understanding of what's going on. But, you know, right. you can't do that at middle school. God. I know. You high school is going to be the worst. You can't volunteer as much in middle school on in the classroom. Right. I tried. But yeah. there's no, you know. No. There's not a lot of like, yeah. Oh, and wow. then I would be very judgy. Yeah. Let's face it. That's <laughs> all right. I'd be like, um, That's what we do, doctor. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, well anyways. This let, us, let us know what you think. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I think it's a it is a beautiful day, and we need to drop off, but... You mean pick up. A pick up, girl. I know. I know. Well, anyways, I thought this was nice. Yeah. I mean, it's outdoors. You could probably wonder, hear the wind. The wind, and I still have a mask on, so... I think we can still hear okay. you. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, follow us on Instagram. I mean Mom Podcast. I'm Karen. I'm Nicole. Sayonara. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.